Welcome to Trading Places. Uh, my name is Jericho Reed, and I saw Transformers. T- and my name's Kieran, and I saw Till last night. Okay, so let's get this ball rolling. Um, mm, let's. The mm-hmm. the Trading Places World Tour began today. Uh, we yes, are in Edinburgh we're, uh, well, for the we're first in, time. We're in strange territory here. Uh, yeah. New cinema. New yeah. recording location. New podcast recording software. Well, it's just audacity. Let's be honest. But uh, everything changes. Everything. Everything's gone. Everything's gone to pot. And oh, do you think it's anything to do with the film we saw? Uh, I was going to say actually. I I remember. I this almost got missed out. But Transformers: The Last Night, which is the film we're doing, has a really dumb tagline. Like oh, yeah? it's like rethink your heroes or something, <laughs> which could be the tagline to this podcast. Do you not always rethink your heroes? Yeah, I'm always contemplating my heroes mm, and just yeah. Liam yeah. Gallagher. Oh. <laughs> well, you can never rethink. You can never rethink good old Liam. What, um, what a legend! Did you see uh, Mo Farah on Instagram oh. recently? Mo Farah posted a picture from a U2 gig with like me with my boy at Liam Gallagher. It was no. <laughs> um, well, it wasn't Liam Gallagher no, or it wasn't it his wasn't. boy? <laughs> it, 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 um, uh, it, it, I mean, it, it was his boy, but he doesn't know which one is his boy. <laughs> was it Noel Gallagher? Yeah, it was oh, Noel. Right, yeah. Um, uh, anyway. Um, oh yeah, let's explain the podcast. Yeah, so um, this is a podcast wherein we discuss the discography of Liam Gallagher and his... Uh, inspiration to both of us William's heroes yeah um, yeah no this is a podcast where um, we watch half of a film in the cinema and then well one of us watches half and then we swap over at the midway point and the other person picks up for the second half uh, so Jericho you call it the first half of Michael Bay's latest uh, the fifth installment in the Transformers universe I saw the second half what's your history with Transformers I saw the first one and thought it was all right I saw the second one and I absolutely hated it and I have not seen any since then. Wow, okay, so I've overtaken you in this respect. I've seen, I saw the first three, but simply just because of, I'll I'll admit it, because of the infamous Mark Kermode reviews. Oh, okay. And I was like, I've got to see these for myself because. And and then afterwards, I was like, yeah, I shouldn't have bothered. But uh, I had this weird weekend where I just went, right, this weekend I'm going to work on all the Transformers. I'm just going to get them out of the way. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't see any of them in the cinema, just at home. Uh-huh. Um, and that was that was the case. I was like, I watched the first one, and afterwards I, I was like, I really don't want to watch the second one. But I started. Yeah. And like 30 minutes in, I was like, no, I'm going to have to come back to this. Because I was just not having a good time. What what was the third one like? Was, it, third as, one, was it as bad as the second one? No, the second one was the, the worst. Oh, that's the good second to one know. was definitely the worst. Yeah. The third one started off somewhat well for like thirty minutes, I think, and then it just okay. sort of like nosedived into a 
fucking oblivion. That's and the fourth one I didn't see at all. Yeah, that's the one where Megan Fox had called him Hitler, so she was out of the picture. Yeah, she was away, and then he got in. Was it Rosie Whitington Huntley? Something like that. I think that's the name. Yeah, yeah. I just remember it's from the, the right term words. Review. It's just yeah. it might be the wrong order. Exactly. Um, I saw the saw the second one, the cinema in LA, and watching it, I was just like, I I'm I'm done with these films. Mm. I have no yeah. desire to see anymore. And then when they replaced Shia LaBeouf with Mark Wahlberg, I was like, yeah, that's that's have pretty we, much... Have we discussed Marky Mark on here before? Did, did it, was he in something we saw? We almost did his oil one. Oh, right, but we've not... Deepwater Horizon, uh-huh. and we almost did his Boston bombing one. Like oh, we've, right. He's been a near miss a few yeah, times. Uh-huh, but, but we finally got him on full form today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> him and Sir Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. It's annoying because Mark Wahlberg, it's not like he doesn't have the potential to be good, like everyone. Mark Wahlberg is worse than most actors but I do really like him in Boogie Nights and The Departed oh he's done so he, he can do some good stuff yeah but then he just sinks into this yeah and I don't know he's, he's in it less than like the robots oh really like, this, okay. well from from what I picked up like there's just the amount of time he's on screen is about as much time as there are robots and explosions <laughs> pretty much uh, so it was hard to really pick out a performance he was just part of the scenery essentially I mean I thought like because when I last saw the Transformers films, they focused quite tightly on Shia LaBeouf and the Transformers and the army, really. Mm. They were, like, the core characters. Whereas this, I found, like, everything had been pulled apart and spread out a lot more. Like, it has... Like, there's the army, there's NASA, there's John Derturo, there's the kids, everyone's there's in this. Merlin. Yeah, uh-huh. there's, it's, it's hard to pick out any through lines. <laughs> and I was like, they should just abandon... Like, stop pretending to be about people, stop pretending to have any human protagonists and just make about robots hitting each other. Which um, essentially is... Yeah. So um, let's dive into the the first half, Jericho. Let's let's get this let's get this underway. Well, first of all, I we had the trailer for Captain Underpants, which I saw, <laughs> and I was like, they have they've just to be. There's been an explosion, is it? There's been a murder. Um, <laughs> There's been a transformer. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, Bumblebee's fighting uh, fighting Nitro Hitler in your back garden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, the trailer for Captain Underpants. The first 30 seconds of it is just Ferris Bueller. They're like two kids at school and there's an annoying principal and they're playing the boom, boom, chicka, chicka. Um, and anyway, that was that was just a brief diversion to Captain Underpants. Um, Our auditorium was strange, wasn't it? It was. It was pretty, it was, it was pretty a, cushy. It was a small wee one in a big multiplex. Yeah, but it was spread out. It wasn't that small. Mm-hmm. Like, it was wide open spaces they could yeah. have fit a lot more seats in there yeah that's for sure to. it was probably one of the sort of comfort screens or whatever exactly it was, you had to go through a bar to get to yeah. it oh, so it, was... it seems like it was one of those and things and it's weird because like... it seems to have been like just kind of tacked on at the end and usually Transformers plays like all summer when it comes out and now it's Absolutely. just like this is going to be like it's probably its last day since films turn over on a Friday so yeah I end think of the road end of the road for Transformers this early not even a month in the cinemas yeah is it a sign well, Michael Bay's been saying for ages, this is my last one, I'm not Good. coming back for this. <laughs> and he said it again with this one, but this feels like maybe mm. he means it. Maybe, yeah. Um, I, th- I think he wasn't putting as much effort into it. Mm. Even, even like, I mean, I think he was putting something into it. I didn't like what he was putting into it, but there was some, <laughs> there was some sort of energy. I don't know, maybe, maybe it was the size of the screen, I'm not sure, it was pretty small. And we'll come into this later with the changing IMAX aspect ratios, which was like, what the fuck? Is going on. It didn't make any sense whatsoever. But yeah, I was. It was overall, if I could encapsulate it this early on, quite a strangely underwhelming experience. 
And that is all we have time for this week. Thank you for tuning in to Trading Places. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I would say on Transformers. Anyway. Well, so, where do we begin with this the title, mess of a plot? The title. So it's called The Last Night. I which, called it The Dark Night. Yeah. I, it's hard to keep track of because I like the Transformers, the Magic Knight, the Robot Knight. It's very The Knights the Red Table. We're yeah. Knights the Brown Table. And there we go, the singing. <laughs> I like to only. push the pram a lot. <laughs> so... Uh, the last night is like it's just it's the right on the nugget. tin. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it, it's it's right on the tin what the gimmick is because I find that I find like the first two Transformers were like okay these stand alone, whereas now they're having to find twists on the formula. Mm-hmm. So the third was like uh, Transformers we go to the moon it's space Transformers. The one after that it's uh, dinosaur Transformers. Oh, well, the next one it's uh, medieval knight mm-hmm. Transformers. Mm-hmm. If they do a next one I don't know what it'll be like uh, Transformers, Transformers this time and, we're underwater. Yeah Transformers um, and the mystery of the trees. Or yeah something. Transformers uh, you find out that the Beatles were Transformers and it's a period piece <laughs> and one of their guitars was a Transformer. <laughs> but um, so we open on England. Yes, it's, the it's dark entirely ages. set in UK. No, no, it's, no, not? it's not. Okay, no. I'm pretty sure everything I got was UK. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, okay. They they leave America in my half, but uh. it opens in England, the Dark Ages. We get a big sequence, which is a gladiator ripoff of loads of people. Like, I mean, it almost seems like it could be the footage, like you know, the opening of Gladiator. Mm. It's almost exactly like in that. In ancient times. Um, <laughs> on my command. Transform. Um, yep. <laughs> um, and we have, uh, they're, they're going on about like, oh, this isn't great, we're losing this battle here. Merlin will save us though. And that's like, Good oh, Merlin. there's a figure away in the distance. And it's like, great, Merlin's a Transformer. That's what we're finding <laughs> out here. But no, in fact, no. Merlin is not a Transformer. He's an Alki. Mm. Um, he's a useless Alki who is like getting drunk and falling off his horse. And it's weird because we... It's not unlike Monty Python and the Holy Grail, actually. <laughs> I, just, I can't get that out of my head, like the whole Holy Grail connection. Yeah. And the whole Spinal Tap, Stonehenge connection yeah, as well. Yeah, um, Because yeah. there's, there's been, like, misplaced humour in all the Transformers films, at least the oh, ones God. I saw with like, the, like, racist, giant-talking yeah. robots. At least I didn't get as much of that this time. There's no, like, weird racist robot stereotypes. No, there's nothing that's really offensive. It's just, like, the tone is a bit more, like... Before it would all be concentrated in one one area, mm-hmm. whereas now it's a bit more spread out. Like they open with like Merlin being an alky falling off his falling off his horse. Mm, so alcoholism, that not a concern. No, uh, um, not Michael Bay's world. No. Nope. Um, Anthony Hopkins is the voiceover for some reason. Anthony and Hopkins is a voiceover during the Dark start. Ages. Really? Yeah, he's like what? There were once Transformers and they ruled the galaxy. Because um, we get more voiceover. He, oh well, really? I do at the end. Yeah. We'll come up to it. Okay, we'll, we'll get to we'll it. get to that. We'll get to that. But it's not Anthony Hopkins. Uh no. No. Uh, but it is at the start. Like oh Anthony Hopkins was the voiceover at the start. Yeah, but he's not yeah. he's not at the okay. end. Because he dies. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> um, beyond the grave. It could be like what's what's that one again? Um Sunset Sunset Boulevard. Boulevard, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's my first question for you. Is Merlin in your half? Mm. We'll find out, won't we? Okay, okay. <laughs> no. Stanley Tucci plays Merlin, which I was like 
Again? What? Is he not like? Does he, he not play someone else? Exactly. That's what I thought. And on the previous that's what, exactly what I thought. It's like, like they're just recycling uh-huh, cast members. Uh-huh. Like they get Stanley these Tucci. like top-notch actors, yeah. like the John Turturros, mm. and we'll we'll deal with the rest of the ones that are in this. Mm, but Stanley Tucci is like, is is he deliberately meant? Like, are they acknowledging that Stanley Tucci? It's like a Cloud Atlas thing of yeah. like Stanley Tucci reincarnated <laughs> and just uh, he crops up again and again throughout history. In uh, so he he comes and pleads with the transformer. Transformer sends him a dragon. It does some stuff, and we have a big big battle sequence. And that's when I was first confronted with the changing aspect ratio of this film. Ah, right. Shall we just um, dig into it right here? Yeah. Yeah, I think we should. So um, it's shot in digital IMAX. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not don't, don't want to get all nerdy with this, but the film basically uses three different aspect ratios. Yeah. Really, really tall. Yeah. Slightly less tall. Yeah. And wide. Okay. But it's all letterboxed. And it, see, on the screen we saw, it just doesn't yeah. work, which is why I think it, it was so... It atrocious. Which is why it was so underwhelming. And Michael Bay's like this, oh, digital IMAX is the future. And yeah. it's just like, well, it's not the future if you're going to show it like we just watched it, really. Yeah. But the only way it would work properly is on an actual IMAX screen. Absolutely. Yeah. Because um, I had I had noted down later on uh, at a point in the film that occurred to me when the aspect ratio was changing every five seconds during, yeah, it, during like fight sequences. There's no rhyme or rhythm to it at all. Absolutely, it's completely clueless. I was like, I don't believe it. Michael Bay has found a way to be like more visually sickening. Mm-hmm. Like you'd yeah. think, like the, the second one, I remember it was just like close-ups of like cogs whirring and gears clashing into each other. Yeah, I mean, it's a complete eyesore. Whereas this is even worse. Yeah, but it, this one has less of the old Michael Bay. But Michael Bay usually he just like takes the camera and swirls it everywhere, yeah. and like wee. <laughs> but there's less of that here. Yeah, I think. and it's just instead he's replaced it with like twenty thousand different aspect ratios just yeah. to make it just to compensate. I mean, and it's just it's just horrible. In my half, it was fast and it went around lots of places, but it felt a bit smaller than the other mm. Transformers films. Like there, the planet wasn't being destroyed, skyscrapers weren't crumbling everywhere. Mm. Oh well, my my half, but yeah. Oh, okay. Planets, yeah. planets were flying left, right, and centre. <laughs> it was the end of the cosmos as we know it. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the thing. In Stanley Tucci Merlin's plea to the Transformer, he said like, "Your planet died. Please don't let ours die," and it's like. That doesn't make sense, because you're just, like... It was just Arthur wanting magic to beat another gang. Like, the stakes were so small. It was just, like... I don't know, the Battle of Hastings being, like... Look, the fate of the universe rests here. Depends so, on this. Oh, yeah. I, I think... Let's, let's just get out of the way that most things in this plot are utter shit anyway. Yeah. Making no sense, so... Well, speaking of which, Optimus Prime is in space. Transformers <laughs> are illegal. They're fine in Cuba. That's where John Turturro is. And John Turturro's holidaying in Cuba. Yeah, yeah, he's holidaying in Cuba. And I just... Thankfully, the screen wasn't too full, and I hope there's no one near me who heard my audible sigh. <laughs> and just... I was just... Oh, for God's sake, like, is John Turturro still in these? Because <laughs> yep. he was in the first one, yep. and I assumed, like, he'll have paid for his mansion by now, he'll be out. He, he wants another mansion. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of mansions, we have the stadium for The Dark Knight Rises, where oh, Bane blows up the pitch. Mm. Uh, some like kids who are called the Stranger Things kids are walking through like Transformers Area Fifty One and they find like a big football stadium, American football stadium, with a big hole in the pitch. Oh. And they're wandering around and their excuse for that is we're kids man, we get away with anything. <laughs> that's that's, like that's Michael... actually a line of dialogue. Yeah, yeah. Of course. I feel like that might be Michael Bay's ethos of like yeah. I'm just a kid man. We can do it. Can't do me for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um 
there's a Shepherd Fairy poster of Optimus Prime that says like uh, I don't know, transform or dope or something. <laughs> the one of the one of the Stranger Things kids fancies young J Lo. We say Stranger Stranger Things kids. Yeah. Is it actually a Stranger Things? No, kids? it's just right. like a. We want a fat one with curly hair. <laughs> we want a one with glasses. Mm. We want a Michael Sarah one. Ah, we want okay. that. It just it's just a similar dynamic, and because I can't process. I thought you were actually they'd put Stranger Things in here, and I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, what have I, <laughs> what have I missed? This first half was off the chain. Um, no, I've called them Stranger Things kids, and Mark Wahlberg calls the girl Young J Lo or Little J Lo. All right, yeah, um, she crops up. I didn't get a name by this point because at that point names have just become utterly irrelevant. I don't know if I got her name. Was something weird? Was Wait, like I just thought you, I thought you just called her Young J Lo. He calls her Young J Lo. Okay, let's in, let's like, just call her Young yeah, J Lo. Young J Lo. Yeah, and. The, uh, one of the Stranger Things kids fancies her and he says to her wow you have a big heart and then he tries to talk his way out of that by saying that seems to be working <laughs> and so I don't know like, uh, I, that's, I, just, I, that's I, another one that just goes flies by the wayside I guess yeah. I, I, I wouldn't expect because yeah there, I seem to remember there was like really inappropriate like sort of sexual talk between young characters in the previous Transformers films oh, really? as well because I was impressed because in this one in my half of the film anyway for most of it there wasn't really any female characters apart from young J-Lo who it's established is 14 so I was uh-huh. like I'm glad that they haven't got like a Megan Fox who the camera will just be leering over mm-hmm constantly and the fact that she was 14 had me like slightly reassured like it's okay Michael Bay won't be like lecherously breathing down the back of her neck oh really I don't know because uh, (laughs) well and like last month I saw Armageddon for the first time in ages Uh directed of course by Sir Michael Bay Uh, and yeah because like Bruce Willis is darting that she's like 16 but then Steve Buscemi's in it and he's really creepy he was like oh yeah I I helped your daughter with tampons or something when she was like three years ago and it's like this is when she was three, oh, no, no, like when she was like three years before she was sixteen, so like thirteen. It's like, what the fuck? And of course, Steve Buscemi is made to play that role because yeah, yeah. Oh, it's really weird. So, and I'm pretty sure like sort of similar stuff was in the earlier Transformers it films. It would not surprise me in the least. Oh, and so yeah, <laughs> thankfully we didn't get any of that here, which was maybe Michael Bay's on a, on on the up. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> there is hope for everyone. He can be redeemed. One person who won't be redeemed though is Young J Lo's friend Transformer who it, this is in the first 10 minutes is that of the, the little transformer no, no 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 that's one of her that's one of her friends but she has a bigger one who's called like ledge or like what is this the, the, the humans own the transformers now and they keep them as pets or something <laughs> it's a bit like that the transformers have lost their planet only they haven't really lost their planet and marky mark is like they just want a home they just want a home like me and you so her maybe transformer, this is maybe transformers is an allegory for pro-immigration it is actually yeah. which is weird since michael bay is like extremely patriotic and like <laughs> America um, well so um, yeah maybe maybe there's something here maybe there's maybe there's actually some su- some substance no there's not there's, there's, there's not at all <laughs> I mean I was dreading watching this film and all I can say as a prelude to the Battle of the Halves was it wasn't as bad as I was expecting ah right well I have to say as well it wasn't as bad as I was expecting from the previous films as well so mm, we'll we'll work it out and we'll come to a final decision which is really weird because this film has got like terrible reviews and my mum who loves all the other Transformers films was like yeah this one not great 
Oh wow! And so like this, this has been like the worst reviewed out of all of them, hasn't really? it? Has it? And I think so. Oh. And then like even people I know who've enjoyed other ones have been like, oh yeah, not great. So and yeah, here there's, we there's are. Just being like, you maybe know it's what? The, not as bad. The, the turning point for Nick's <laughs> career. Um, <laughs> Going to premiere at Cannes next time. <laughs> um, uh, I'm trying to think of a funny French title for the next one to have, but Le uh, Transformer. Yeah. Be, it would like to be Le Transformer. Um, yeah, so we have an emotional like so she has a little little blue transformer and she also has like a big massive one which is killed and we get like a real emotional heart ringing beat of her crying and being like, No, no, he can't be dead, he can't be dead. Well, this Transformer is spluttering and throwing up green blood. Is this during um, the battle or the start? Yeah, this is the first ten minutes. Oh, God. And the way Michael Bay plays this scene is it's like, nobody's invested in this. Like, we don't know this character, we don't know this Transformer. I don't care that you're holding on a close-up of her crying for about five minutes. Mm, and bringing the strings. What, yeah, exactly. Oh. That's what you do in the last ten minutes of yeah. the film, not the first ten I minutes. I the first ten. Yeah. Don't care. Where, do, where but, does it go after that? Does uh, it go to England yet? No, no. Our boy Marky arrives because mm. we've had the first 10 minutes of the film. John Tertour is in Cuba. Merlin is in Alki. <laughs> and we've met the Stranger Things kids. In fact, it's more than 10 minutes. We've had a, a fair chunk of film. And it's like Mark Wahlberg is there while Anthony Hopkins is doing his voiceover for like one shot. But he's not really there at all, which feeds back to your thing of like, he's not the protagonist. Mm-hmm. And then he arrives, and he's given sort of a heroic arrival. Yeah. Of like, do, 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 yeah. Mark Wahlberg! It's like Batman turning up in uh, The Dark Knight, mm. where things are going down, he turns up with loads of Transformers, guns are firing, he saves the day. And they say, Marky Mark is a legend. <laughs> Marky um, Mark, you are a legend. Yeah, they Thank say Thank you, that. yes I am. <laughs> Another note I have, which probably says it all, oh no... John Goodman. Too. John Goodman's in it. Yeah. No, yeah. he's not in my half. I'm pretty sure. Like I was gonna ask you that because he. Unless I missed him, but he's pretty difficult to miss. He, let's be fair. Uh, as me and Kieran have discussed many a time, I'm a massive fan of the Big Lebowski. Yeah. And John Goodman is basically playing Walter Sobchak as a transformer. Really? He's like a big, Wait. Oh, he's like he with the cigar. Is he one with the cigar? He's green. Oh, oh. He, he's green and he's like wearing army stuff. Yeah, I think it must be. But I, just, I thought you literally meant it was John Goodman, not just the voice. Oh of no, John sorry. Goodman. Yeah, John Goodman plays a transformer. Ah, did you know this beforehand? No, right. I just recognised. You recognise it? I didn't. So yeah. maybe, maybe it was. Yeah. in my half as well. Because okay. he, he like sacrifices himself in this, being like, "You go, Mark. I'll stay and hold him off." Mm-hmm. And I was like, they could have just killed him off screen. Like it might just be that's it. And right. Might okay. Not be in your there is a there is a big. Big kind of like hero transformer like in the second half and yeah. he's like smoking a big cigar. Yeah, because, that's of course. him. He's like sort of like the full metal jacket transformer. Yeah, oh, I'm pretty sure this must be the one. Yeah, yeah that's him. Um, oh god, uh, John, John, John. We then cut back to Optimus Prime in space. He's going to meet Transformers God, and he meets Transformers God. Transformers God called. I can't remember something dumb. Is it Quintessa? Yeah, the, she's it. she's the god, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I this think, makes sense now. Yeah. Well, and then somewhat. she makes a pun. She says something like, "Optimus Prime, you come looking for the prime of life." And it's like, oh great! So <laughs> that explains why Transformers are also dumb and pointless because they're gods, a pun obsessed <laughs> idiot. And a, Optimus, a, or what do you mean, a pity? Um, as I remember in the previous films, Optimus Prime used to be like a sort of like Gandalf type figure, like mm. this sort of wise 
guardian yeah. or whatever. In this, he's just like a violent yob. He's like screaming <laughs> at his god, being like, I'll kill everyone if it, I have to to find out what happened to Transformia or whatever. Cybertron or whatever. I can just, I can just picture Optimus Prime now swaggering down Sucky Hall Street at 3am, <laughs> kebab in hand. <laughs> oh, you fucking... What are you doing? I, no, you didn't mess with my girl. Oh, fuck you. That's, oh, that's a Glaswegian Optimus Prime, I would say. I think he belongs in our universe now. Yeah. He, ha- he does have a home. Him. He does have a home. And it's in it's the back the alley of Sucky Hall Street. <laughs> it's steaming out of the garage at 2am. Um, He's been kicked out by the bouncers. I had a coat, you know. Um, transforming into, like, a truck and trying to get people lifts home. Here, He's trying to, try to pick people up, that's yeah. it, yeah. Um, it's been an unsuccessful night in, in, in the club for for Optimus Prime. Are you drinking and driving, Optimus? Are you drinking and transforming again? I lost my transforming license. Um, <laughs> it's been downhill ever since. I lost, I lost your ma. <laughs> I lost the kids. Um, Transformers Optimus Prime in Glasgow just becomes Yoda. <laughs> so we then have uh, Anthony Hopkins turns up and says some more stuff. He's basically like a Says geek that's obsessed yeah. with Transformers. And I was like, he's gone from Westworld to this. Like Westworld, about as good as robotic drama can probably get. <laughs> and then Transformers. That's the high end and it's the low end. Yeah, yeah. rock'em sock'em robots. Yeah. We then have some uh, Michael Bay showcasing his eye for action with the world's most dramatic game of polo, where it has like really dramatic music and it's shot like a car chase or like action <laughs> scene. It's just really, really high energy. We have a chief, uh, not not the chief. Uh, there's a guy, a Native American man called Sherman, who calls Marky Mark out on his racism. Oh, okay. Because Marky Mark's like, "Hey, chief," and oh. he's like, "I'm not the, ch- I'm not the chief. My name's Sherman." And Marky's like. Aren't you the chief of like the police department? He's like, yeah, but you were saying it in a racist uh, way. <laughs> okay, I think this is Michael Bay trying to sneak it in, but trying to like, let himself Common, off the hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> disguised, uh, disguised racism. Yeah, we then get maybe the most that Transformers got, the most leery that the site, the the movie got in my half anyway, was like the little Transformer who I think might have even been in the second one was looking at a website and someone goes like hey is this a transformers hookup site he's like no man i'm just dreaming these girls are out of my league and he's like scrolling past pictures of sports cars (laughs) i was happy because the dinosaurs were still in this movie because i was worried that i i mean i almost they were okay i almost came close to seeing the last transformers just because i was like well, dinosaurs are great. Sure, I'll sign up for, I'll sign <laughs> I'll up for some of that. Yep. Um, and I expect them just to be like, is it called Age of Extinction? Yeah. I was expecting them just to be extinct. Mm. But no, some of them are still in it. So apparently just Age of... Non-extinction. Yeah. Because there's... Age of false age. alarm. On to the next one. Yeah. There are baby dinosaurs in this, which were probably to sell some toys. Uh, another note here. Oh, God. Steve Buscemi. Is, no. He's in it. Is this just the fucking it's the remake Bingle of Lowski the Big Lebowski? Yeah, yeah, I was, wait, I was honestly waiting for Jeff Bridges to turn up <laughs> like a hippie transformer. Oh, he totally could. Um, <laughs> like, if, if, like, see if Michael Bay's listened to this. He's, yeah. st- he's already stolen our idea. That's the way to get me in for uh, the next the next Transformers, is get get Jeff Bridges The in. huge Lebowski. <laughs> Transformers, Transformers the huge Lebowski. That is definitely number six in the, in the canon. Because, I mean, even if this one is a failure, it's still making enough money that it'll be profitable. So I don't think they'll let it die without Michael Bay. Because I was thinking, like, who will they get in to carry oh, it on if he doesn't want to do it? 
And the Clone Brothers, of course, being the natural choice. <laughs> yep. So, uh, yeah, um, Marky Mark phones his daughter, who is somewhere, and he can't actually phone her because they're both... Like, Marky Mark's the Bin Laden of this world, where he's the most wanted man, and... Uh, he can't speak to his daughter because if they do they'll find him and so he just gets like a 20 second phone call with his daughter where he can't say anything and she says Marky you need to get a friggin girlfriend don't die alone (laughs) which is my next question for you Mm. does Marky die alone? Mm. we'll find out okay okay I sense not and then John Goodman Robo John Goodman goes you're a good dad I wish my dad called me and that's my other question. My third and final question for you is, does John Goodman's dad call him in the second mm, half? Well, all this to be answered and more Given that you in the didn't know he was John Goodman, <laughs> I'd be Might very be surprised. to answer, yes. We then get, like, the bad, the bad Transformers are introduced in, like, a Suicide Squad-type montage where they're, like, getting broken out of prison and their name flashes up and there is... Uh, Nitro Zeus is the name of one of the Transformers. <laughs> of I just love it's the most ridiculous Transformer name, and I was a big fan of it. Long live Nitro Zeus. Yeah, there's also a Robolector where, like, what's his name? <laughs> but it's... not played by Anthony Hopkins. Exactly, no. <laughs> they could have had him because he's only in it for, like, one line. Like, what's the. Whatever the bad Transformers called. Decepticord, Mega. Mega. Yeah. Mega Fish. So something. Um, yeah. he's, like, he's giving the government his hit list of, like, Transformers he wants to do their job because it is exactly like Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. where it's an evil Transformers team working for the government. Of course. And he says, I want Robolector. And it cuts to like a man, a transformer in like a Hannibal Lecter mask, screaming. So like they could easily have had Anthony Hopkins be like, "Hello, Clarice, <laughs> your transformer father was a transformer rule." It washes itself. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a little drawing here. A drawing. MB Loveheart, the troops. Because got like, the troops. There's just so much like fetishism in this. Yeah. Like of like, woohoo! Yeah, like just the army just running around doing stuff and you mm. get the sense like Michael Bay loves a man in uniform yep like he, he probably I imagine Michael Bay gets his wife to dress up like a troop that's, uh, that's not even worth going that's, into that that's not going there <laughs> so we then relocate to England ah, UK not another England oh. England's in the UK okay Marky Mark's chased by some TIE fighters there's a stupid line which is don't kill the messenger or the messenger will kill you mm-hmm so you know that's a good phrase. There, there are lots of, lots of things in this film where it's like, is that supposed to be a phrase? Mm-hmm. But or it is work. it, is it just another useless disposable line of dialogue? As, as most of it exactly is. And we then get like John Turturro phones someone using a selfie stick to call. <laughs> he's like, he's just, he's not, he's not video calling. I think in fact he's calling Anthony Hopkins, who has like an old rotary telephone, and John Turturro has like got his phone and a selfie stick talking to him. I like the sound of that. I can give it that. <laughs> uh, this this episode of Trading Places is brought to you by using a selfie stick to call people. <laughs> uh, if I had a selfie stick, we would definitely make that the album art. But I did not. I did not own a selfie stick. Sadly, um, oh, missed um, opportunities. That's pretty much the end of it for me. Things begin to start heating up. Optimus Prime turns evil. We find out that Earth is Unicron, so I think Earth is a Transformer. Mark, a Transformer kidnaps someone, some poor woman who I imagine will be doomed to become Marky Mark's girlfriend in the second half. 
And I named this woman Blunt Fox because she kind of looks like a Blunt. cross between Emily Blunt and Megan Fox. Of course. And then uh, it ends for me with Anthony Hopkins doing a very weird stream of consciousness <laughs> where he, like, he meets Mark Wahlberg and he's like, the Battle of Passchendaele, Battle of the Somme, Battle of Epe, off to Tipperary. It's a long, long way to Tipperary. Uh, Catch a blighty one. Clement Attlee. Peace in our time. The Kaiser. I think this was still going on when I walked in. <laughs> two minutes later. Um, and he name drops robo-dementia. And I was like, Are you, is that what you're saying? You have robo-dementia? But that's where I left. Oh, well, so, yeah, we'll pick up with Anthony Hopkins' stream of consciousness when we return for the second half of Transformers last night in just a couple of minutes. See you then. Hello and welcome back to the second half of Trading Places. I just noticed it when you said it at the end of the first half, but when you said Transformers the last night, for some reason I thought Transformers last night as in like it's a knockabout laddie hangover like <laughs> whoa man you'll never believe what we got up to last night well that's where um, Glaswegian Optimus Prime comes in yeah today, you know? fantastic oh, that's got the, the next got one the pre- well no yeah. the next one is the, the, the colossal Lebowski that's the one the yeah. huge Lebowski yeah. and then the we've, got the, we've got the spin off we've got the spin off prequel yeah uh, which is just set on Saki Hall Street <laughs> starring Optimus Prime as an Alki and then obviously Merlin comes along because he's an Alki as well. Oh man, this, this film's this film's got a lot. Yeah, you and Brenda pops in from on, pops in from Wonder Woman. Yeah. Uh-huh. So oh, we're all sorted. Yeah, off we oh, go. Michael Bay just just drops a line. Okay. Call us. Yeah, we'll get you. Uh, so anyway, the second half of Transformers. Uh, we left off with Anthony Hopkins giving some stream of consciousness spiel. Uh, and, uh, there was a wee bit of fumbling about for me to get into the screen when Jericho came out. I was like, hello, hello, hello. Right, okay, we're going in. Oh, I don't have any paper and all the rest of it. And then I ended up writing on this copy of a magazine again. Uh, that, this has happened before. and We're in familiar territory. But when I came in, Anthony Hopkins was still doing some sort of speech. around. Wow. Uh, he was doing it around the round table. Okay, no, he was outside no, when he okay. was doing my one. Maybe was it like it's a outside, Was it outside like a big castle? Or, yeah, 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 it was outside a castle. Okay, so he starts yeah. outside the castle and the spiel's still going inside the castle where he explains the whole backstory about Merlin and how like the Knights of the Round Table formed a pack with the Transformers to protect each other, essentially. Okay. Is this is this adding is this yeah, that forming makes sense. to anything yeah. that you got? Merlin yeah. Merlin has a deal with the Transformers. Yeah. So it all started with Merlin or something. Yeah. And the round table, Transformers, and I was just like already like fuck this like what the hell is going on <laughs> um, and then there's like cause they've got a wee assistant robot like the four foot tall robot or something is that the leprechaun one yeah I think so yeah, yeah. Uh, so he starts playing like there. he's explaining all this and like he's the, the that um, the robot's playing like an organ that happens to be in this room like and so, so the music's all building the music's all building and then Anthony Hopkins go would you stop that and so <laughs> Yeah, so Michael Michael Bay's actually being self-referential about the whole epic scale of it. Yeah. Because uh, he actually goes, hey, we're, this is all nonsense. So fair play in that respect, I think. I mean, yeah. I still kind of just went, that was kind of unimpressive. But fair play for actually doing it. Because whereas before it was just, you know, not even tongue-in-cheek. It was just, yeah. this is dead serious. But now he's actually playing about with it. So, I was, so 
despite the plot, at first I was like, okay, not not too yeah. bad, not too bad. And then they start discussing Mark Wahlberg's sex life. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, yeah. How's your sex life? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, doggy. And I, I actually burst out laughing, so uh, sorry to anyone else who was in the screen, because I was immediately... Michael Bay is very Sydney literate. I was immediately... I'm, I think it, I think it, reference to it may well yeah, be. It, it be. may well be. Um, the character isn't called Mark, is he? No. No. It's okay. called like K. Cade. 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 I think it's just. Is that his surname? It sounds like a surname no, it's to his me. First name. That's his first name. His first name. And his second name is also Cade. It's, his first name's Cade, like Cade. Jaeger. Yes. Cade, Cade Jaeger. Cade, Cade Jaeger. Cade Jaeger. Right. Okay. That's all. This whole Jaeger thing. This, 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 like, this fits li- into the the prequel. Yeah. With the Jaeger, so yeah. there's definitely there's definitely a tie in there. And the kaiju and the, mm. yeah, because I was thinking, I was like, is he is he like Lindsay Lohan's character from Mean Girls? Is Maybe. he like KD KD Jaeger? <laughs> um, That's where I started laughing, Uncle Joe. But so two minutes in, that. two minutes in. So yeah, we had all this Merlin shit, and then the the distracting the room the, 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 the room reference, the distracting aspect ratio. Because I went in immediately and I was like, this is wrong, and then it changed, and I was like, no, this is right, but still <laughs> but still very wrong. Um, wait wait wait. I'm sorry, I need to ask a fourth question here. How was Marky Mark's sex life? Oh, well, we. I think this ties into one of the questions at the end. Did he respond with his infamous catchphrase of, say hi to your mother for me? <laughs> no. Okay. He's relatively, like, plain for Mark Wahlberg, yeah. like, in this film. Because, like, between him and, like, the whole, the whole romantic plot in it, they, they kind of play it as if, like, Mark Wahlberg's a sort of bumbling fool. Oh. Because he goes... Uh, oh hi Mark when was the, and like that sort of stuff and then he gets questioned by like oh so when was the last time and by who Anthony Hopkins a transformer like who's asking oh, these questions one of the Stranger Things kids my, I was not on the ball okay fair uh, enough fair enough and yeah it was it was really quite weird because usually Mark Wahlberg's the the big macho guy macho alpha. yeah, yeah but he no. just goes oh it was oh, it was a long time ago it was a long time ago <laughs> so it was kind of it was quite weird um, and yes. This is where I, I started. I have an 18-year-old daughter, so you know at mm. least it was... <laughs> <laughs> it was at least, yeah. Uh, no more than... Uh, and then I began thinking, this is actually relatively tranquil for Michael Bay. Exactly. Yeah. Which like, is why I didn't hate it. Yeah. Maybe this is it. Uh-huh. Uh, so we, we get all this. He's explaining... Yeah, when this is going on, despite the self-referential epicness, I'm like, this is still pretty calm for Michael Bay. Yeah. Um, and despite all the changing IMAX shots, which I absolutely did my nut in, I was like, oh, this is okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm just trying to like restructure in my mind what actually happened. They seem to go from there. Like the plot is like just a mess. There's no point like trying to join it up really. <laughs> it's just like jump from one bit to the next as the film does. The, the, maybe the plot's like a sort of stream of consciousness thing. Maybe Michael yeah. Bay's like is treading into Malik territory here. It's just maybe, maybe <laughs> Bay is the, the secret auteur we've always been needing. Um, anyway, so they resurrect a submarine uh, underwater. <laughs> is it a transformer? N- no. Um, okay. Uh, Anthony Hopkins takes them to resurrect a submarine. Yeah. And then they... Because this is apparently where the underwater alien ship is. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Don't question it. Just go along yeah. with it. And then, yeah, the army are chasing them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the army are chasing them. The army get, of Guerrero are working to get with to the, the submarine. suicide squad. Because, oh, this is it. Oh, I, I said I wouldn't try and put it together. But essentially, there's this, like, staff that they need to find. This... Uh, 
but they oh, yeah, only I think they it's can it. stuff yeah. they can transport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so they're, they're chasing them to get to that, and literally just like one of the army guys goes, "Oh my god, that's an alien ship!" And it's like, "Yeah, we can, <laughs> we can fucking see it in IMAX. We know it's an alien ship." Um, so Anthony Hopkins leaves them on the sh- on the ship to do that, and then he just wanders into Downing Street. Uh, as you do. Fair enough. Uh, he, Is he, Theresa May there? He, mm, no, she's uh, she's Decepticon. Uh, but <laughs> we, we knew this already, pretty much, I think. Um, and so, yeah, he just kind of wanders into Downing Street as if you can just do that. Like, and then well, outside, you can. outside the front. Have you not done that? I thought the, the, the gates were always shut. Nah, you should give it a go, man. It's great. It's oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love it. Thing. Whenever I'm in London, I just mm. wander to Downing Street. And, and get arrested. Friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he's, he's, he's outside number 10, and there's like police out, outside, and he just calls one of them a dickhead because they won't let him in the front door. He just goes, oh, dickhead. Fair and enough. And he goes, I'll use the secret entrance. <laughs> and so he goes, finds a secret entrance, and then he comes out in the PM's front room, essentially. Uh, and starts telling the PM to shut up and calling him a wanker. This is fantastically uh, insane. Yeah, and at this point I was like, how much swearing is there in this 12 I I was going to mention that. There's, like, how there's much? a lot in the first half. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's total bullshit. I did not hit her mark. I did not. <laughs> Turn me apart. Uh, you keep your swearing in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, except they don't really in this film, and just... just the pocket has a hole in it. The pocket sure. has a huge hole in it, a gaping hole, the size of the alien spaceship underwater that they sink into, like this giant gaping orifice that sucks them and the army into it. So, the, them, the, they. Transformers journey to the centre of the Earth. Yep. Okay, okay. Uh, so, we delve into the arsehole of the alien space world um, uh-huh. through the underwater spaceship. As, and then the army, Marky Mark and the army and the robots are all running around in the alien spaceship. Uh, and then they, they find the staff, uh, uh-huh. and that's all good. And then Optimus Prime shows up again, but he's but bad he's Optimus. And yeah. this is where I was like, oh, what the hell is going on? What on. the hell is going on? They give him an evil name. Oh, do they? What is I it? never got his evil name. Mm. Sorry, I'm leaning away from the mic here. I don't think I wrote it down. Oh, it's like shocking. N- negative Prime or... Yes, n- I th- it was neg- Nega no. Prime. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Something pretty simple like that. Yeah, yeah. Alky Prime. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds like for all the world it could be like a really cheap knockoff booze. Exactly, we should copyright Al- this as merchandise yeah, for the film. Yeah, definitely. And we can, we can slot it into Transformers prequel. Yeah. On Sucky Hall Street. And Michael Bay makes these films to sell toys to kids and yet has like loads of weird like sex stuff mm. and swearing in it and we can like mark to our Transformers up oh, we all equally can. to children. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there we are. We're all sorted. <laughs> this is a it's a business plan that's sure to succeed. <laughs> so this alien spaceship, they find the staff. Once yep. the staff is found, the spaceship will have so of the sea. Uh, I think as this is a, I think this is in the channel, by the way. Fair enough. Uh, Fair enough. So they do fly over Dover at one point. Right. So, so yeah, uh-huh. yeah, that comes up again, and then uh, they they all join forces. Like Optimus Prime goes to kill Marky Mark, but then yeah. Marky Mark stops him, and then Optimus Prime. But no, Bumblebee stops him. Uh-huh. Bumblebee's back. Yeah. Has he ever gone? I don't know. Well, uh, he loses his. He gets his voice back in mm. one of the Shia movies, but he loses it again at some point, <laughs> and then he kind of almost gets it back with a lady voice, and mm. he's not having that because he's a fellow MRE. Um, but oh, yeah. how was your meeting last week? It was great. Oh. I was disappointed you weren't there, to be mm. honest. Oh, I'm sorry. I had other 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 things to keep me occupied. As long as it wasn't crusading for equal pay amongst the sexes, I'm I'm fine. Oh I, no, I went to see Wonder Woman ten times over. I'm sorry, Jericho. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
You know they're probably going to make a second one then. <laughs> just just out of me, haven't gone and see it. There's been, there's been the other one. I'm sorry, I apologise. Pass, pass the message on to the lads, I'm sorry. That's why it made that much money at the box office. Mm. It was you seeing it Me all times. along. <laughs> yes, so I was, uh, I was the Optimus Prime of this world. Uh, <laughs> the evil Optimus Prime. Nega, Nega Kieran, I guess. <laughs> uh, so yes, more incomprehensible battles. Optimus Prime becomes good again. And then they join forces with the army because Quintessa is like, right, it's time to destroy this fucking shit. Because they've got this planet-sized destructing thing that's going to kill the Earth. And yeah. literally scrape the cities off the Earth or something. Transformers planet was going to suck life out of Earth's that's planet. That's it, that's it. Yeah. Through, through the rectum of the spaceship or something like this. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they begin all that. And then it's like, right, the army needs to join forces with the robots and we need to defeat the bad robots and Quintessa and we need to get to Quintessa's chamber to defeat her in her chamber because that's the only place that she can be defeated is in her own bedroom or something okay. um, so there's a, yeah what the fuck's going on there's an air battle above this planet there's ugh, destruction and prime and bumblebees and this is where Bay's oeuvre really comes out yeah, this is, he's in his this own, is yeah. ultimate Bay right here so I was I was getting I was getting it full on yeah, um, he's obviously got like he's got his Charlie Kaufman tendencies of like Mark Wahlberg mm-hmm. being like a neurotic, bumbling, inadequate, and he's got his like meta meta commentary on soundtracks and Anthony Hopkins. But really, I think this might be a little bit controversial. Yeah. Many people don't really agree, but where I feel Michael Bay comes into his own is with action. Yeah, yeah, robots hitting each other. Mm. Just what? Just you know, when you need robots hitting each other, where else do you go? Yeah, not Scorsese, that's for sure. Not Scorsese, definitely not. Uh, I think I missed out a whole of the plot where Anthony Hopkins dies, but essentially... <laughs> uh, Anthony Hopkins dies. Um, I've skipped ahead of it. Is it tragic? Uh, does, not, J- does little J-Lo cry? Uh, no. Um, oh, he's, he's, he's got his butler robot with him, uh-huh. the, the, wee, the wee small one that was playing the organ. Yeah. And he's like... The, the robot's like, this is the hardest part, seeing you die. The, the Folgers, I think. I think Folger is the family name or something. Okay. So I think he's supposed to be like the Alfred. This okay. this robot is supposed yeah. to be like the Batman yeah. Alfred. Yeah, that makes sense. I found you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, he dies in the robot's arms, essentially. Because he gets... Oh, it's, it's during the whole destruction violence, where, the, where, the, yes. where the alien planet starts falling towards Earth and yeah. all the rest of it. And Anthony Hopkins gets blown up. So. No one was harmed, mm-hmm. apart from... The old man. It's part from the old man. Essentially, yeah. Him and a whole a bunch of metal dies, essentially. It's incomprehensible. I think Anthony Hopkins was probably metal. <laughs> it, well, he was. He's got the Lecter thing, so... Oh, I think, yeah, I think yeah. he was secretly still playing... Yeah. Still playing Anbo Lecter. Uh, <laughs> um, so, that, yeah, where, where we were was Anthony Hopkins dies. Spoiler alert. What do you think? Do you think they defeat Quintessa Jericho? What do you think? I don't think they do. Oh, I think that's no. the end of the Transformers that's it. franchise. Uh-huh. It's Quintessa wins. She wins, yeah. The world is sucked into her arsehole. Um, the alien the alien rectum that hovers above the planet. And I mean, that's it, that's the end. I mean, Goodbye. We said we said that or I said that they should make it more just about the robots and not the humans. That mm. would be a gutsy way if they're just like yeah, the Earth's destroyed. And Transformers planet resurges, <laughs> and the next film is just entirely about robots because there are no humans left. No, there are none. It's just it's just desert wasteland. Yeah. Tell you what, if it meant getting rid of the women, then I'd be all right with there being no no humans left. There we go. God bless Aberdeen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the plot that I skipped is where actually your question comes in about Merlin. Merlin yeah. is in the second half. Okay. He's holding the staff in the underwater spaceship. So he's a marshal. No, he's dead. He died of liver cirrhosis. 
<laughs> no, he's, they, they, the staff he's, he's got the save him from he's this. got the tomb in the rectum of the alien spaceship, and they unearth him. He's holding the staff. He's dead for thousands of years. So he's not recognisable Stanley Tucci then. No, he's he's dead. Well, it's good that most of the big actors got their money's worth in the first half. Like Stanley Tucci, Steve Buscemi, maybe John Goodman. We're like, yeah, got my check. Mm-hmm. That's me. See it. For so little time they're in, they probably got tons. So, oh yeah. Yeah. Well, the plot ends essentially. Yeah, with uh, they defeat Quintessa. Yeah. The planet fucking disappears somewhere. Yeah. And everything's fine. So, Marky Mark, does Marky Mark die alone? That was your question. Um, <laughs> un uncertain to be to be certified. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Because the romantic plot doesn't really go anywhere. Oh. Um, and so there's not like a big. They join at yeah. the end, it's, it's, so it's kind of left wow. out in the open. So maybe he lives to fight another day. Yeah. Lives, lives to just go on, oh. like crusading across the world with Optimus Prime. That that was one of his that was one of his dumb little phrases. Is he says something like, you know, my daughter always used to ask me what you're gonna do tomorrow, and I'd tell her, I'll work it out tomorrow, and then young J Lo goes like, you're running out of tomorrows. Mm. But. Yeah. Marky Mark, best dad ever. Yeah. Best dad ever. And speaking of dads, does Robert Goodman's dad call him? No. Sadly At not. Least not we can, we can, no, not on screen. But and might, you stay till the end of the credits, because that would be a fantastic I did stay at the end of the credits, and there was some senseless like mid credits scene oh. where there's a desert and there's a hooded woman, and somebody comes up to the hooded woman and is like, oh, are you okay or something? And then she just goes, no. Or and it's, but she's 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 the baddie for the next film essentially. Yeah. That's what it's telling you. Um, and I was like, that was made no sense, and I feel very underwhelmed. But but what we need would... to return to the voiceover because yeah. you had Anthony Hopkins at the start. Yeah. The ending voiceover is from a very Herzog sounding Optimus Prime. Oh hello. <laughs> <laughs> at the end, we get a whole bunch of Optimus Prime going, and the world is saved. And I've written down a few lines. A dangerous secret is buried deep within the earth. So, we've got that to consider. Uh-huh. And the final line of the film, we might as well just sign off, not the post credit scene, but this yeah. is Optimus Prime calling all Autobots, it is time to come home. But sounding very Herzog, and my Herzog's not good, so Jericho, if you want to have a run at it, that would be, that would be quite fantastic. This is Optimus Prime calling all Autobots, it is time to come home. And then the, the dangerous secret one, which I think works quite better because it sounds oh. very Herzog, actually. It sounds like someone would be in one of his documentaries. <laughs> yeah. A dangerous secret is deep within the earth. Ah, excellent. There we go. I've just used Jericho as a puppet uh, to, do, <laughs> to do his good Herzog I voice I can also again. do voicemails. Mm. Um, yeah, I was actually going to mention Herzog when we were trying to fit this into our trading place, Cinematic Universe, because... Ah. We established in with Wonder Woman that Werner Herzog is Zeus. Yeah. And then Nitro Zeus. And obviously here we he's go. In. He's still he's still playing God. Yeah. Herzog is God. Yeah. In every in single, every film, single we see. film. Yeah. Oh, it's incredible. Because who else would do the final voiceover but God? Exactly. Yeah. The there's no one. There's God. no one left to do it but yeah. God. Yeah. So it's got to be Herzog. Yeah. There we go. Herzog just traveling across the galaxies, traveling acro- across the Decepticons, or doesn't even make sense, but. Just, just ruling and giving us the greatest voiceovers. Yeah, 
Um, he's not even been in any of the films we've seen, and yet he's—he he's, never he's, will be, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> because Jericho's too big of a fan for us to actually go and see any Herzog for for I this project. I mean, if he comes back for Jack Reacher three, ah, okay, I might go and see that yeah. for the podcast, and then just see it mm. again. Right, afterwards. okay, okay. So there you go. Fair I'll enough. Take that to the bank. We'll promise that one. Um, right. But yeah, that, I think that's where this fits in. Everything's tied in yeah. by by he's Herzog. the super glue that by, keeps us all together. By Herzog is not even there, <laughs> so that's all perfect. Shall we come to the ultimate decision of the battle of the halves? Yeah, I'm gonna say I think I might have to hand it to you. I'm gonna snap it right up. Yeah. I think me as well. Yeah, mine's was mine's was probably yours was senseless, but I think mine's was even more senseless. Yeah, it was. Like it was sort of laying laying the seeds of the senselessness mm. in my half, and I only just began to see them sprout with the whole like Optimus Prime's evil, John Turturro, Cuba. You got uh, you got Alki Merlin. Yeah, I didn't get any yeah. Alki Merlin. I got dead Merlin. Yeah, like so. they just met Anthony Hopkins, mm. so you hadn't really like they didn't really work out what they were doing yet. Marky yeah, you Mark got you got Robo Goodman but, and yeah, all, yeah. all this. So you got um, good Optimus Prime. So. Yeah. I, I think we've got to hand the first half to you. But I will admit, this was like... I was I was dreading going into this on the back of the previous three Transformers films I saw. <laughs> and this is definitely of of the, like, fucking eight hours of film that that was. Yeah. This was the most bearable hour and a quarter yeah. that I've watched out of any of them. So. Sign them up. Give them another film. That's yeah. what I say. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Transformers <laughs> 6. Sucky Hall Street nights. Uh, the, the, the last night. The very last night. The night to end all nights. Uh, and now, I think, with the plot dispensed, or whatever plot there was, it's time to play First Line, Last Line. So, Jericho, you saw the first half. What was your last line? My last line came from Sir Anthony Hopkins himself, who, after his stream of consciousness, was speaking to Mark Wahlberg about his obsession with Transformers, and he says, Has my life been wasted? Mmm. Has my life been wasted? And from Anthony Hopkins that comes. Yeah. Mmm. My first line is by... I didn't even get her name. She's... The, the the lead the romantic lead the blunt fox blunt fox yeah that's blunt fox see yeah. there's no there's there's no names in this yeah. anyway blunt fox and marky mark they're together this is in the this is in the middle of anthony hopkins giving his yeah. stream of consciousness it's just going on in the background he's yeah, yeah. so anthony hopkins is just addressing a room full of nobody <laughs> uh, and they're just like yeah just kind of like casually flirting so she blunt fox says if my dress makes you uncomfortable maybe i could take it off so Clearly, oh, go, clearly, man. his life has not been wasted because now <laughs> Anthony Hopkins is going to get some before he pops his mortal coil. Oh, so that, that was to him. I was assuming that he was just like no, it was the, to the Tom Mark. Jones of like spoken <laughs> word. He's just like the soundtrack of like uh, yeah, yeah. I will now perform a little spoken word poetry to get you all in the mood. Mm-hmm. Archduke Franz Ferdinand, Sarajevo blown away, <laughs> Gabrielo Princip buying sandwich. What more do I have to say? <laughs> yeah. And she just goes, well, if my dress makes you uncomfortable. Then. Yeah. <laughs> she says it to Marky Mark, but I think, yes, yeah, secretly she says it to Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. So they go off from there. You know, there's this whole spiel, and he just goes, I was making all that up, Rav. <laughs> <laughs> I was making it all up. There is there is a Cockney Transformer who... Oh, is there, is of he, course. He's not Cockney, I don't know. There's one that sounds a bit like Ray Winston. Oh, right. Because there's Ken Watanabe, like there's and uh, this yeah there's what? Samurai Transformer. Oh my! Who like recites a mantra of like, there is no pain, there is no anger, there is no fear. 
while like balancing on his head. Mm, okay. And then there's like his mate is Ray Winston Transformer. It's just it's like, this, you bloody muppet. You standing around you on your head. Fucking muppet. Johnny. Mm, Johnny. Um, Johnny's back. Johnny's <laughs> just hanging around in the corner of the frame. There's so much stuff in every frame that Johnny's probably just hanging around in the corner somewhere. <laughs> I mean, Johnny is from London. Johnny's from London. He's, yeah. yeah uh-huh. They go to England, UK. Yeah. London is in England, okay. <laughs> um, far, far much longer. <laughs> London's just going to drift off into into nowhere. Like. Back in that bloody EU that but I yeah. hate. Oh, the hate, yeah. So, um, But the the gap that we missed, the yeah. gap, I think, what happens? He's still giving his spiel, yeah. but he's doing it while he's having sex with Blunt Fox. So yeah. she's like, if my dress makes sure I'm going to I can take off. So they do. They, uh-huh. they they go they go to have intimate relations, uh-huh. but Anthony Hopkins is just still giving a spiel. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. that makes sense. Yeah, because yeah. the fact that when when I left, he was given the spiel outside on like the in the drawbridge of his castle, and then you come in, he's like standing on the round table doing it. Mm. I like to think that this was more a chance for Michael Bay to flex his comedic muscle. Mm. Just like what we missed were like loads of That's cuts it. of things That's going it. on, and he's still just doing the spiel. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, in the middle of coitus, yes. I mean, I wouldn't put it past Michael Bay to have that type of thing in a 12A. No. Yeah, yeah, this this is... Let's just just stick some porn in there. Yeah, Yeah. that's definitely a Michael Bayism, for sure. Yeah. Um, So, yes, uh, I would say we we missed something quite epic in in that minute and a bit. Uh, And then we come back in and Michael and Andy Hawkins just stand there pretending as if nothing has happened. (laughs) Uh, He's just doing up his zip. (laughs) Just like like touching his tie up and go, oh yeah, so where was I? Merlin and the Red Tables and all the Knights of the Templar and uh, Caesar Augustus. and (laughs) Nothing happened here. Wink, wink, winks to the camera. So we we get ready for him to be resurrected in in Transformers: The Last Night. Oh, we can. They resurrect talk. him. They bring his urn along for the tour of Sucky Hall Street. Well, if Stanley Tucci can come back, oh after yeah, being we Merlin, can definitely bring Anthony Hopkins can definitely, definitely be like definitely. Hello, I didn't die after all. Didn't die after all. Still still sleep. still shagging like a lad <laughs> down Sucky Hall Street. <laughs> So if you're out if you're out tonight or any night on Sucky Hall Street, watch out. Keep Andy your eyes Hopkins. Andy Hopkins is about. So yes, and we look forward. We look forward to the documentary uh, of that Transformers: The Last Night. Here we see the young Hopkins cruising for a victim along the abyss of Sucky Hall Street. <laughs> I would love to hear Werner Herzog say Sucky Hall Street. That would make my life. Yeah. Yes. Until we get to those glorious days where he. Um, provides the voiceover for the documentary of Transformers on Sucky Hall Street. <laughs> Until that moment, I think it's time for us to end. Thank you, Jericho, yeah. for your for your company and Thank coming you, all Kira. the way across to Edinburgh and this whole setup, which oh, hopefully we here. work we work with and we get there. We're just coming up to the hour mark, so yeah, I think it's time to call it. Um, yeah. Follow us on Trade Place Pod on Twitter, uh-huh. Trading Places Pod on Facebook. Yeah. Jericho, your Twitter handle is uh, just at Jericho Reed. Yeah, that's me. Jericho Reed, and mine's is the Cine Singe. Thank you for listening. We'll be back soon, hopefully. Don't know what the next film is, but we will see you in a matter of months. (laughs) See ya. Bye.